0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the weekend and another edition of Housing Information You Can Trust right here on AM760 with the Inside Outside Guys for the next two hours. My name is Ken Calverly. I am the outside guy. Another? Come on. Come on. Who are you? <laughs> Introduce yourself. Chuck
1: Breidenstine. What am I? The inside well, guy. What are you
0: making fun of me about now? I didn't
1: know what you wanted me to be today. So did I, I just...
0: pronounce something wrong there? Or...
1: No, you did a great job. It did. No, you sounded very lucid and literate, which shocked me. It's early. Oh, okay. (laughs) Give it a minute. (laughs) You know what? You're still riding the adrenaline high from the U of M victory last week. Well, I
0: was.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was a fun day. What do you mean you was?
0: Well, until nature knocked me down and this uh, flu season hit me and (laughs) knocked me. You know what's funny is
1: Don't touch me. God hates a prideful heart. Back away.
0: God hates a prideful heart. And. I was so excited after that win. Everyone who knows me knows I spend a lot of time in Ohio and in Buckeye country. And when I head down there Sunday, I have a, a U of M logo on my thing. On my, you don't
1: have um, a gun rack in the pickup or anything? No, just to, no,
0: no, 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 no. I don't invite trouble. I take. I actually take any. I don't have any U of M gear on my truck. I carry a hat on the front dashboard, which I take down because I don't want an extra reason for somebody. you know, like me. You're too over. old to fight. Right. But I, do, I, am proud. I was proud. I went down there. And I made a couple mistakes. First one I did is I went to a track supply with my M on and, and got a bunch of dirty looks. And I just, I just <laughs> smiled, you know. And I know. And it's fun. For I heaven's mean, sake. The friends I have that are down there, Mark Kramer from Kearns Brothers, the friends I have that are Ohio State friends, uh, fans, um, Elizabeth Weiss from the HBA, it's fun. It's,
1: it is. it is. We don't get mad fun. at each other.
0: And I have a lot of Ohio State friends. And, and it's our turn, for once. You know, it's our turn to be happy and where it's prideful. But then... hey. I go to breakfast on Monday morning down in Logan, Ohio. Beautiful area if no one's ever been there. And I have my black M on. And my son and my buddy take me to this place I've never been before. And it's all Ohio State. Just
2: all Ohio <laughs> State.
0: Everywhere in this, this little restaurant for breakfast. And I got my, I, I have my hunting black M on. So it's a camouflage with a, a brown M. The cook comes out. He has Ohio State hat on. He sees me. And I'm thinking it probably wasn't a very good idea. To, to wear that? Ah, uh, no,
1: sir, no, no. And uh, you never, that, you never upset a cook. I know, I know, I know. But whoever's preparing your food, you you get them on your side. You I agree. Pre-tip,
0: I agree. But I can't wear an Ohio State fish, anything. You, we've we've talked about that. So, so that's, that's why night, you're sick that night. I'm, exactly that night I'm hunting and I start thinking, what's going on? Um, and I got sick, and my son said, <laughs> "That's what you get. Dad, for and that U of M had in the restaurant." That's right. But, no, it was not that. It actually hit me all weekend. So you can off. no
1: longer say, "Mama didn't raise no fools. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Hey, I got to tell you, if you'd been drinking healthy, pure water, if you loved and trusted your water, you'd probably be as healthy as I am. <laughs> 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 Which is not the objective the of most people. The reason not a camera <laughs> on you right now, buddy. <laughs> but, you know, it is funny. This time of year, people don't think about the fact that with that drier air, you, you, you uh, aspirate a lot more fluid out of your body. And it takes a lot more water to keep you warm. I mean, you mentioned to me earlier this morning that you had the chills and Lord knows I get them getting up in this cold air. So if you love and trust your water and drink more water, you'll be able to maintain your body temperature better. You'll be healthier. You'll feel better. And of course, Beauchamp Water Solutions Water Treatment Solutions, is the company you should call to get a free water test and find out uh, why you don't love your water, why you don't trust your water. Good
0: tip, buddy. Very good tip. Thanks. Because there are a lot of people out there. I know a couple that hate their water. Oh. I have friends who text me, Ken, who can help me? And I always say Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions are the one that can
1: help It you. is funny that we, you know, we're a bottled water drinking society, and it's because we trust that water and we like okay. it. And if you liked and trusted what came out of your faucet, think of the money you'd save. Oh, I mean, we've said it before. Oh,
0: I remember saying out loud, I will never buy water. I, I will never buy two. a bottle of water. Oh, I did too for years. And it's crazy that we <laughs> buy water. It's just absolutely crazy. Hey, we're going to take your phone calls. 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888-654-4897. Coming up in just a little while, we're going to have... A a magician of sorts on with us, uh, the inside outside guys. Lori Clark from Advanced Infrared Leak Detection, and you've heard us uh, recommend Lori and in Advanced Infrared for years. We recommend her and her company all the time over email, and w- what Lori does is she finds leaks where most people can't find them, whether that's in your chimney, your attic, your 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 pipes, your basement. So many times leaks will happen in a house but at one spot and they'll manifest manifest themselves literally 20, 30, 40 feet away from where that leak is starting. And that's why people have such a hard time discovering the fixing leaks. but this new not new technology a technology that advanced infrared uses um, what they do is just phenomenal. she can find the leak. And then at that point, you have to get a professional to repair
1: that leak. But she has helped so many of our listeners over the years, too. Yeah, we're looking forward to uh, talking to her. And we'll make the point when she comes on that today you can go to Home Depot and buy yourself an infrared camera. Um, But owning one and knowing how to use it properly are two different things. I told you we taught classes in that for years. Back when those cameras, the cheapest one you could buy was $5,600, right? right.
0: Now you can get an app.
1: Isn't it amazing? Yeah. (laughs) Well, like that uh, Wallabot uh, that we talked about last week that syncs with your phone, there's actually a, a uh, an app on your phone then that works in conjunction with that, and it, it works like infrared, which is just amazing. need to mention that
0: because you mentioned that last week, and a lot of people sent us emails about that, the Wallabot. The wallabot. 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 Let's tell people what the Wallabot is when we get back to break, right?
1: I'm going to wait until then. and want to remind people there's no Holly Dickens Festival today because of the high winds, so if you're planning on going to that, don't. Good job, Chuck. Good job.
0: <laughs> hey, you want to make sure that you will never call uh, Lori Clark Advanced Infrared for your roof? Get a company in Southeast Michigan that has put on more roofs than any other roofer out there, enough to shingle uh, wrap around the world multiple times. And of course, that is our good friends. Over at Kearns Brothers. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. Gets you in front of over 80, probably 85 years. Yeah, we are getting older, aren't we? Of combined housing (laughs) experience. I mean, where else can anybody find that but the inside-outside guys? And even if you're not here every Saturday, Sunday morning, which shame on you if you aren't. The InsideOutsideGuys.com is at your fingertips for any and all of your housing needs. And as the weather continues to get bad, we are going to continue to get more and more emails. And what do you think, Chuck? Are we going to get a lot of ice dam emails this year? I hope not. (laughs) We always do when we get a bad snow winter. Always get a lot of ice dam emails. We do. So Let's go to the phones and talk to Al from Dearborn. Good morning, Al. You're on with the guys.
3: Good morning. I bought one of those do it yourself or spray foam kits, and I sprayed the walls inside my garage. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and I it, it only came out about an inch thick. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and, he, and I want to put more insulation in there. And he says you might want to talk to somebody about that because when you put that R13 in there with the paper facing the drywall, you might, you know create a mold in there
0: a condensation issue which could create mold is what you're
3: saying yeah so he says you might want to turn the paper around and face the paper towards the outside wall where the foam is at
1: <laughs> if i was going to put fiberglass bat in a cavity that already had foam in it it would be an unfaced bat yeah, be a friction too. fit yep yeah um So no no paper
3: on the insulation.
1: That would be my perspective, yeah. And a good uh, staple
0: gun will take care of it all for you.
1: Also, in a garage, um, you'd probably uh, benefit from having Motor City floors and coatings come in there and coat that floor to minimize moisture coming up through the floor. Um, That's always a good thing to do
3: in basements and garages. Okay, Okay. Now, right. part of this garage, part of the garage is going inside the house. You know, I did I did a wall that goes inside the house. So that goes okay. the same way in the house too. I should put the non non-face insulation in the wall. The foam came out great, but it's only an inch thick. And then you're going to drywall over that, correct? Yes, yeah, so I'm going to drywall over that. How many canisters of foam did you use? Just one. And I did about maybe seven hundred square feet. Now was this the, did, um, about, the froth
0: the froth pack?
3: Uh, is that what you used? Yeah, you buy you buy the canisters, they're the same as a propane tank. They're about the same yeah, size. It looks like and an you LP spray tank. it on yep. the wall. Yeah, and did, it came uh, out nice. I mean Okay. Okay. Did you find it easy to use? It it was real easy to use.
1: 700 square feet. I know you you maxed that that pack because yeah. uh, normally yeah, I would have guessed yeah. you'd have used parts of three uh, good for you
0: I mean and if you would have spread it, if you would have spread it thicker you would have got a thicker product but I think you did a great job 700 oh. square feet of one inch insulation that's, You air
1: sealed it that's the biggest thing Makes you know. me think
3: about the cottage down in Ohio that may be good for the underside of that yeah. there you go
1: <laughs> There yeah. you go. So
3: I did air seal it but my concern is when I put the insulation in there, um, don't use insulation with the back on it? No,
1: because then you're going to have two vapor barriers. The foam okay. is already a vapor barrier to a degree. If it's a soft uh, open cell foam, it will transmit some moisture. Uh, but you just don't want to mess with that. You don't want to have the opportunity, like your friend suggested, that you could have moisture trapped in there and build up mold. So uh, friction fit. Will allow that wall to breathe moisture, but still provide good thermal insulation.
3: Okay. All right. Well, I thank you for the information. Thanks You're, for the call. And I well, listen you to you guys all the time. God, God bless you. Thank you, sir.
0: Thank you, sir. 888 654 4897. Phone lines are open. That's a great question, though. I was
1: just thinking that. It
0: really is. We've gotten so many good questions from our listeners lately. Um, and, and keep them coming at the com. We had an email this week. Give me a second. Can't start talking to Chuck Why find this room. Right
1: <laughs> well, no. I mean, realistically, you, you mentioned great question, and I think so too. Because what people don't realize, a lot of times you go to a big box store to buy that insulation, and it all either has a foil face or a uh, paper uh Tar saturated paper on it, and both of those are intended to be vapor barriers that you would generally place on the conditioned side of the wall. In a garage, it's typical that you're not going to condition that air at all; that it's just going to. You're just trying to preserve some temperature. Yeah, great advice sealing that garage floor as well. We
0: had an email from Stephen from Redford Township this week that uh, that asked about what is the purpose of hiring a home inspector, Chuck? Yeah. Um, and, and basically our response to that is because a lot of people want to think they can do it themselves, but we believe when it comes to home inspections that people should do part of it themselves. So the purpose is a lot of places won't give you a loan until you have a home inspection. They want, that, want, they want a certified home inspector to come out. They want to make sure the house that they're putting a loan, giving you a loan on, is worth the money, and there's no major issues to it like foundation or rough issues. And also, you want to be aware of anything that's wrong with your house before you move in. I mean... A lot of people, that's their only option is to get a home inspector because they don't have someone in the family that can come out and kind of go over stuff like
1: Uncle Chuck coming out. Well, let's let's agree that even when you and I buy, it's an emotional decision, hopefully as well as a practical one. And it's hard to separate emotion from that decision. You walk out there with Maria and she loves the house. Been there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we both have it's like, well, you're going to buy the house, okay? <laughs> so now you already your brain has gotten ahead of the inspection because your brain's already made the buying decision. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and that exact same thing, and you're, you're, you,
0: you know what you're saying right now because that exact same thing happened to me, and I called Terry
1: Russell from Blessed
0: Assurance Home Inspections to give me a home inspection. Wise move. I report myself.
1: Objective home
0: Objective. Inspection. And Terry found stuff that I did not find. So that's why you want to have a home inspector. But one thing that Chuck and I really recommend that people do and who are buying a house is before the home inspector comes out, you do your own walk around, and you make a punch list of anything you think may be an issue. And let that that inspector know you're going to want about an hour of his time after he does the inspection to walk around with him. And then let them do the inspection, then walk around and point what you see out. There's probably a really good chance you both missed something.
1: When I used to do those... I made a request when we signed the contract to have uh, an owner or an owner's rep there with me. And some inspectors will say, you cannot be there when I'm doing this. I invited that because I wanted them to learn about the house. And I wanted them to go through with me and and ask questions. And it's not like I'm stealing anything (laughs) or doing anything untoward. So why wouldn't I want you there with me?
0: Right, right. So we, Chuck and I, are big believers in getting your house inspected by a certified home inspector, and the proof in the pudding is now certified. I had cer- certi- well, they're not required to be licensed in the state of Michigan, so a certification is going to tell you that they've taken certain classes. Is a NASHI or ASHI?
1: There's several. There's ASHI is one of the big ones, but there's a bunch of them out there. They're nationally recognized certification agencies. Um, You take classes from them, maybe a a cumulative number of hours and topics, and they will offer what they call a certification.
0: Yeah, National National Association of Certified Home Inspectors, I believe, is what that is. And you're right. There are many out there. But you want that certification because they don't just give those out. I mean, they have some very good testing and very good curriculum to make sure someone is an (laughs) inspector. And and what a lot of people do in our our industry, Chuck, is once they get to be our age – and they're done swinging the hammer. This is something they do, and a lot of them will do it as a, um, in a jurisdiction. They'll do it for a city, sure. and a lot of them will do it themselves as a home inspector. A- yeah, and
1: the certification is, an, is a sign to you of the professionalism of the company because they're paying and investing time to learn more. Um, To me, just building houses for a living is generally not enough. So if you go to the InsideOutsideGuys.com
0: and you click on Home Inspector, you'll see Terry Russell from Blessed Assurance Home Inspections. But you'll also see um, LeakFinder.com, which is Advanced Infrared's website. And when we get back from break, we're going to talk to Lori Clark, the owner of Advanced Infrared. In the meantime, Chuck, I was driving down I-69 the other day going eastbound. And I saw two of Atlas Home Improvement's really clean, really nice trucks driving in the right-hand lane, taking their time, heading to a job site. I and I it. had to give the boss a call, send him a text saying, your, your drivers are driving phenomenally. <laughs> Atlas Home Improvement does great work, and they're even safe on the way to your job site. One of the many reasons we love Atlas Home Improvement. Seven. After our guest.
1: Well, that's right. <laughs> I was going to finish that They waved at me and thought... Yeah, go ahead.
0: <laughs> okay. Hey, you, you've heard us many times talk talk about advanced infrared leak detection. And we have people calling us a lot and saying their chimney's leaking or their roof's leaking or their pipes are leaking. And they've had so many people out to repair it, and they haven't been able to repair it. And our yeah. response to them is to give advanced infrared leak detection a call. And Lori Clark is the owner of advanced infrared leak detection and stuff. Instead of us telling you all about what they do, let's let her come on and tell you about what they do. Good morning, Lori. How are you?
4: Good morning. I'm good. How are you?
0: You sound great this morning, Lori.
4: <laughs> well, you know, I didn't get totally blown away in the wind. So I guess that's a good thing.
0: Stay after us. Stay after us. Lori, you and I have oh, nope. known each other probably 20 years and we've referred each other's companies for probably 20 years or more. Right. And we've always had a great work relationship. In the old days when I used to do a lot of masonry work, um, Lori would go out to customers' houses and th- that couldn't discover a leak, and Lori would discover it is coming from the the uh, chimney, and she'd be for us to come out and take a look at it. And then we'd go out to customers' houses, and we couldn't find a leak, and we'd refer for Lori. And when the inside-outside guys came together and we started getting more and more questions about this, you were just the perfect person to fit right in there, Lori. And do us a favor and tell us about Advanced Infrared, how you got started, and the technology, and when someone calls you out, what can they expect?
4: Okay, so um, as as we're discussing the exterior leak side of it, um, when people have um, leaks, you know, they call a contractor, try to figure out, you know, have them guess, which is okay, because that's what they're doing. If they're obvious, they're obvious. Um, but what we do... when People, instead of tearing their house apart, everything we do is non-destructive. So, in the the years of doing this and our knowledge of how water runs, which is kind of a specific, unique thing to learn, um, and the infrared technology, which helps us see what what someone else can't with their eyes, we narrow it down, um, and not only on the inside, but go to the outside, find and pinpoint the source of the actual leak that is occurring. Which then the people know exactly what they actually have to repair instead of, instead of guessing and um, having all new windows put in and all new and a new roof put on and all this for a leak. And it's never the call co- and it's not the cause. So we pinpoint it for them. We also give them a full picture report um, so that they can just hand it to the contractor and the contractor can understand what's happening.
1: That was well done. I can't tell you the times we've gotten emails from people that have hired four or five different contractors to come in and resolve a leak that was yet to be resolved. So we always say infrared scanning by a professional company like yours is the best first step.
4: Yes, we hear horror stories daily. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, people are frustrated.
0: So here's the email we get all the time. And, and we I want to ask you, how do you mimic this? We, we, we get a leak, but we only get a leak when we get a really hard driving rain out of the west, and it appears on the lower right uh, bottom of our, of our dining room. Um, I know not many people would be able to sco- discover that. Kind of explain how you would treat that when you go in. How would you mimic, if they only get the rain on a driving ride at, at hard winds out of the west, how do you mimic that to try to find
4: the leak? Okay, Um, we always start out on the inside. We always say it's a step-by-step process. We start out where on the inside where they're having the issue, Um, infrared the area, look at how the construction is made, how how the building is made, work our way from what we see on the infrared, work our way to the outside. And like you said, there's people who have a leak that only happens once a year, you know, um, after we narrow everything down, to our narrow everything down and visually inspect. Then what we do with our what we what we find to be the cause, we'll go ahead and go outside and recreate a rain. Um, and yeah, sometimes this has to be recreated from one direction. Um, so we'll go recreate it, and then we'll see it with the infrared right there as soon as it comes in, so that we know the exact spot.
1: Has that technology changed at all in the years that you've been doing this and you using that infrared?
4: Yeah. Yes. Um, the infrared cameras um, basically have become more popular. They've lowered in the cost a great extent. <laughs> you know, we pay half of what we used to um, for a camera. And I will say what we're finding with that, um, unfortunately, because they do have, you know, people will just get this little infrared camera and they say they can do infrared scanning and not that there's anything wrong with it but if you don't have a a quality camera and experience they don't know what they're looking for and over the last year we have been to so many houses who had a so-called infrared scan but they're just basically on one well there's a color change here there's a color change there and doing this report but what is that? What, what is that change? And if you don't understand how they work and all the different things that go along with them, you're not actually giving the people the proper information. And that's, it's sad that it has come to that.
0: Yeah, and, and there is something wrong. How, how long have you been doing this, Lori?
3: <laughs> that long? Well, 12,
4: 12 years, <laughs> I think. Something like that. 12 years? A long time. Yeah. yeah
0: boy, it seems to me it's been a lot longer than that. <laughs> um,
4: yeah. Feels like it some days.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it does feel <laughs> is there 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 is a very famous stone out there, and it's it's a man-made stone. And it's like a, a piece of pump, pumice, um, oh, like volcano pumice. And you have to know what I'm talking about. And people put it on the exterior of their house all over the 60s and 70s. And all it did was extrude it out everywhere and held water everywhere whenever it rained. Yeah. I, re- I remember you sending me um, jobs like this. I had to go and strip off the stone and put new stone on years ago. Are there certain things that you would tell homeowners to stay away from, whether that's a, um, a certain kind of stone, a certain kind of window, maybe a win- something that shoots out or something that you see on homes that leak more than anything else?
4: Oh boy. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Um, most of the time <laughs> it's just, uh, most of the time it's just deterioration or installation. Um, how the house was constructed forever ago. Um, yeah, okay. n- I, I hate penetrations,
0: throw. flashings,
4: those areas. Oh, no, would believe it or not. Siding a major issue. The regular. I, do it. <laughs> I think yeah, we don't it.
1: see a lot of good flashing and counter flashing, uh, techniques uh, employed by a lot of installers.
4: No. I think people think that siding is the simple thing. You go throw it on the house and all these people think, Oh, I can do that. And they start doing it. And a lot of times, <laughs> these leaks don't show up immediately you know it could be two three years down the road when the water finally makes it to starting to come in you know it's always been leaking but the path hasn't been big yet and people don't realize that the siding's delicate and and it really is supposed to flow through it flow through it flow out it flow around it and if it's not put on or it's put on too tight or they shove this in here and just stick some caulk over it it's holding water, not letting the water out. So siding, just regular plain old siding is huge.
0: Gotcha. You find it so all we the always,
4: time. Very,
0: It make, makes perfect sense. We always tell people they want to find the disease and not find the symptoms. And you help them pinpoint the symptoms and to finally get down to the disease. Um, and the website is leakfinder.com. Is
4: that right, Lori? Correct. com.
0: Theleakfinders.com, excuse me. I'm yep, theleakfinders.com. Okay. Okay, Lori, uh, anything else you want to say about your company? Make sure you get your phone number out there and uh, let people know if they have any issues with leaks. They can contact you, and you can take care of them like you have done for so many of our listeners over the years.
4: Yeah, what I think you number out there uh, 1-800-310-2567, and that people have a little understanding just like any exterior service right now exterior leaks are very um weather permitting during the winter but we're still doing all the wonderful things like boiler line breaks and under slabs and all that stuff
1: love it i'm glad you brought up the under slab because a lot of people wouldn't even think to call you for that
4: yeah those it's that time of year where people are turning on their heat systems finding out they have a leak you know in their boiler system their radiant heat lines and you know they got to find out where that's at and we can follow that with the infrared so that's always handy you
0: know i had a good oh, friend that did the radiant he-
4: pardon sorry, me sorry you broke
0: up a little bit you broke up a little i had a good friend that had the radiant heat in his driveway and in the first year it actually broke down by the bottom of it and that would be just absolutely terrible but you could find out where it broke um, yep. for those kind of systems. So Lori, thank yep. you so much for coming on with us today. Theleakfinders.com is the website and you can also find uh advanced infrared at the inside outside guys.com. Thank you so much for coming on with us today, Lori. And we know you're going to keep up the good work and keep taking care of our listeners. Well,
4: thank you. You guys have a great day.
0: You too. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. thank you. Bye-bye. You know, when Lori's done, I've seen the reports. They are detailed reports That can be emailed to you as well with wonderful pictures. And when people see the pictures and the different colors in the pictures, they'll really start to understand how the system works.
1: Absolutely. If you got somebody smart enough to explain them to you. Hey, in our article this week that appeared at the Homestyle section of the Detroit News, we mentioned a company that we think the world of that can help you breathe clean air, virus-free air, bacteria-free air. And of course, we're talking about C&C, Heating, Ventilating, and Air Conditioning. Welcome back, everybody. We appreciate you being with us today. I want to remind you, the phone lines are open for any questions, concerns, or comments you might have at 888-654-4897. If you got any calls about leaks, uh, we'd love to hear from you. And, of course, you've got one answer to a lot of those calls in uh, Lori Clark <laughs> <You're laughs> at right. advanced Infrared.
0: You're You're right. Hey, if you were listening to the Great Michigan Weekend earlier, you heard uh, uh, Jim and Cam talk about Granite Source of Michigan. I and uh, It's such a great company, and, and Jim and Cam do such a great job in the morning. We really enjoy that. I, I love listening to that show driving in.
1: Everywhere. You know what? It's funny you say that because for a long time, um, we weren't enthralled with what came on before us. And now, I mean, I enjoy listening to the Car Guys, and then Jim and Cam come on. Yep, and it's kind of like uh, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here this morning for an hour and a half. And I had them on while I was trying to work on stuff for the show. Sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I really enjoyed that program.
1: Yeah. But Granite Source of Michigan, if you're thinking about new countertops,
0: make sure you check them out. they got an absolutely beautiful showroom. They do. And you and I over at 8 Mile um, between Lasher and Telegraph, and you and I are going to do a show, I'm sure, probably next week or soon, about things that people can get mom or dad for Christmas. We do it every year. New countertops is a, a great option oh, to budget for Even
1: it. just replacing the island top or You're something right. like that. You're right. You're right. Um, it's funny how little updates like that, you know, MacFarland uh, painting has their open house, uh, this coming Friday, right? Please oh, so. I yeah. think yeah. from three to 6 PM. And yeah, boy, if you have a chance to get out there, I guarantee you they're going to put on a, a good soiree cause it's a classy company and it's a beautiful facility. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's un- <laughs> it's but you talk about a gift for mom and dad. Um, just the kitchen upgrade, um, where they come in and, and paint and replace hardware and, and hinges and, and glides on drawers. Just that would be a tremendous gift for anybody. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or then you know you could do something like the grab bars, or if people are aging and stuff like that, it could be a tremendous
1: gift. Yeah, we talked about so, that with uh, barrier free plus. plus exactly. Yeah. Um, there are so many options out there because it is tough to buy for mom and dad. Let's be honest. Uh, I recognize that it's tough for my kids to buy for me because, well, like you, we tend to go out during the year and buy for ourselves Amen. when we need something. You know, So for them to come up with something that we haven't already bought is tough. So those kind of gifts, and they keep giving. I mean, if, if you have that kitchen done or there's the stair rails redone, on the stairway in mom and dad's house for them. They'll think of you every single time they walk through that space. Yeah. You're That's right. cool. You're
0: absolutely right. Right? Taking your phone calls eight 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 six five four guys, which equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven.
1: Have you been all your uh brought all your batteries in the house into a warm spot so they don't freeze? Yeah. So oh, many actually. people have, you know, battery operated uh lawn care equipment anymore. And the worst thing you can do is leave those batteries out in the freezing temperatures. Right. So don't do it. I agree. Shame, I, shame, shame if you do it.
0: Well, I, I don't have any chargers out anywhere. But remember, people, cold kills
1: batteries. Yeah, the freezing in, in particular. Actually, it's funny because to a degree, cold will extend the life of a battery. But once it gets below certain temperatures, it destroys the battery. So you got to be careful uh, you know, that you just don't leave them out in the freezing. Great.
0: Hey, World Cup update from our oh, our, this buddy, ought to be good, our Dave. buddy Dave Rieger. Um, <laughs> Netherlands are leading the United States two to nothing. Oh shoot! So
1: hey, maybe they'll extend the game. and U.S. made give it us a this, far, to score this more. far,
0: right? <laughs> a, and, and I believe it's all elimination. They lose now, they're done.
1: Uh, single elimination in this game, you, and they started this tournament I think in 1930 or something like that. Yeah, and it's one of those things the United States has never won. I think they placed in the top four or five once or twice. That's the
0: only way you're ever going to get Americans that excited about soccer. <laughs> if, they, if they win the World Cups, only oh my you're goodness. ever going
1: to get America excited about soccer. I don't disagree. But you say that, and I have two observations, and this isn't a sports talk show. But but with the way it's been jammed down our kids' throats in grade school and junior high and early high school, I mean, there are soccer fields all over everywhere you drive, you're right, that are full on the weekends in the summer. And the fact that this is happening, and yet there are no good kickers in college ball. How many teams go, oh, they don't have a good kicker? Or their kicker misses a lot. It's like, whoa, how can that possibly even be? I, I'm sorry, I had
0: to. <laughs> you know, I told you, I wish I would have done this years ago. I went and saw... my Rigger might know. Years ago, I saw Jason Hansen came in and did a, The old Lions kicker did a talk for my kid's football team. And he said yeah. his dad set up a goalpost in his backyard. And they weren't real goalposts. But, you know, two strings or whatever. Sure. And he went out there every day and kicked. Every day and kicked.
1: Every day and kicked. And I've got a a grandson is about to turn a year you know what i would hire a tutor Absolutely. for that every those day. guys going to work 35 years at 2 to 3 million a year and they really they might have to make a tackle once every 5 games right i mean what right. a great career you're right you're, you're
0: right <laughs> uh, Yeah. not get hurt i mean they have their longevity when it comes to those kickers exactly. in the nfl <laughs> yeah We're going to go to break in a minute. When we get back, we're going to talk to Mark from Waterford. We'll be taking your phone calls at 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888-654-4897.
1: Hey, can I digress to something very personal and intimate? Of course you can. Uh, (laughs) Not not intimate. Well, that's intimate. Well,
0: gosh, no. No, you can't. Our
1: two baby girls have birthdays. (laughs) Well, baby girls. In December.
0: Okay. Two December birthdays? Yeah,
1: first and fourth. Okay. Yeah. So Friday we celebrated our oldest Jessica's birthday, and tomorrow we celebrate our middle child uh, Casey's birthday. So I mm-hmm. consider that a great blessing, and as you know, there's nothing better, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you, what I, what I love what you guys do is you celebrate birthday weeks. Yes, we do. I like that a lot. That's a great. Uh, that's a great idea.
1: Yeah. It's interesting because um, you try to separate and make sure each child is recognized because the, the girls share part of a week, right? Yeah, but it but it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a gift. It's a blessing, and uh, man, I'll tell you what: if if you go through life and don't have children, I think you're missing a bunch.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I know people that have done that. And that's yep. their choice. Obviously. Yeah,
0: people have done it very. I mean, heck, I really respect people who keep every mir- priest marriage. I know. All the, you know, for 50 years without children, I mean, that to me, a, a, I'm, I'm being serious. I mean, children for a lot of time in some marriages help hold marriages together. And to do a marriage for 50 years or however long it may be without children, I think that's that's a real, that's
1: love, man. Uh, oh,
0: Whatever, Mr.
1: <laughs> I always go, yeah, but are they happy? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I, Many are. I used to make my mom mad because she would do that. She'd go, the Pope talked to... 10,000 married couples, you know, that had all been married 40 years in St. Peter's Square this morning. And I would look at mom, and this used to make her so mad. I go, Yeah, but are they happy? And, and you could just see her stop. It's like, Is this my son? Yes. Eight eight
0: eight six five four guys equals 888. 654 4897. We'll be taking your phone calls when we get back from break.
1: You know what, Ken? Our article this coming Friday is on why foundations fail. And of course, they fail way too often.
0: In all sorts of weather conditions, oh. isn't it? Dry soil, wet soil. You're so right. Freezing soil. Yeah, but they do fail. And when they do, go to theinsideoutsideguys.com, click on basement waterproofing. And you will find Basements Plus. Not only can they make your basement dry, but they can make a a beautiful, beautiful living space. Once again, if you call Basements Plus.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. Phone lines are open for you, 888-654-4897. Want to remind anybody, if you have any carpet stains from the recent holiday, there's a product I found on Amazon. I'm big on that stuff. A lot of them don't work. Okay. A require a lot of Folex. F O L E X. Well, I'm going to write that down. F O L E X. Sounds like a skincare product. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny you say that. It really does now that you say it. <laughs> so, Folex will get stains out of carpeting. Yep, it has for me. Really? Yeah. Tell
0: hey, you, carpeting is one of those things, whether it's in a car or in a house, that if you want carpeting to stay beautiful, then you have to vacuum it on a regular
1: basis and take care of it
0: yeah and i i know me my my vehicle that's one of the things i don't do enough of is i just don't take the time to to clean it like i should um but vacuuming is i don't think people realize how important vacuuming is and
1: vacuuming properly that's it with with a clean vacuum i've mentioned so many times that we live pretty clean we really do we you know we don't have any pets the kids are gone we're empty nesters we don't Bring stuff in from outside. Take your shoes off. Okay, so, and I vacuum. You Mm -hmm. and I are the guys that vacuum in our house. And I am still shocked at the stuff I pick up from our carpets. Now,
0: I'll play the other side. Yeah, I am the more messy guy. We do have pets. We have exactly two little dogs, one big dog, and a cat. And the big dog's a shepherd that sheds like crazy. She does.
3: Oh yeah, (laughs) she she does. does. (laughs) <laughs> and
0: we have a central vacuum machine. Now, I love my central vacuum machine. If no one ever heard of them, take a look at them because you can have them retrofitted into your into your existing house, which is one of the first things I did. So with this vacuum, you have to empty it every once in a while because everything goes out into the garage, and it's a it's a it's a round circle tub that hooks onto the bottom of the vacuum. It's in the garage, and when I open that up, Chuck, it's full. Dog hair. I mean, you would think
1: <laughs> you think you killed an animal. You would think. I mean,
0: you get a whole <laughs> hair, and we vacuum a lot, but it just builds up and builds sure. up. And she will actually. I actually take the vacuum and go over go over her, because if it doesn't come out that way, it's going to come out all over the place. But I, I love my animals, and it's just something I have to do. The point of this whole thing is, if you vacuum your 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 carpetings, where no matter where they're at. On a regular basis, they're going to stay nicer. They're going to be a better carpeting than they
1: are. Carpets have a grain to them and you'll notice when you vacuum if you're paying attention slowly as you draw that back toward you, letting that beater bar work and lift the nap, you'll you'll do it in different directions and notice that in some directions the carpet will stand up better. Yeah. Back yeah, and like that tells it. you what the grain is. Yeah,
3: you're right. You're right.
0: Yep. Hey, let's go to the phones. Let's talk yeah. to a very patient Mark from Waterford. Hi, Mark. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing fine.
0: Good, sir. How can we help you?
3: I'm looking for a uh, person or a company that does dry ice uh, blasting or corn cob blasting.
0: For what purpose? What are you blasting, sir?
2: I, I have a log home, and I need to get the... Uh, uh, paint off of it so i can stain
0: it boy chuck you know you, you, when i saw you called in it said uh, ice blasting ice blasting is very popular for mold yes a lot of companies you, you mold the ice blast but do, but i don't what area are you in sir
3: i'm waterford waterford well
0: i we don't have anything in front of us if you could send us an email we will find somebody we have a lot of friends in that area And we'll find somebody. Can you send us an email on our website? Can do. Okay, sir. Thank you very much. That's our best bet right now.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because sandblasting was real common for that kind of stuff until the dry ice uh, technology emerged. And it's a cleaner technology. It gives you a better surface for applying uh, paints and stains to. And on a log cabin, boy, those are, geez, those need constant care.
0: You're right. They do. They do. Although we have been referring um, Rhino Shield of Michigan to a lot of people that own the, the wood-clad houses Don't, yeah, uh, to, and log cabins as well. Anyone that has that outside, they want that cedar look. They can mimic that cedar look by spraying the outside or that the same look these people put on that they stain every year. They can mimic that look without all the maintenance. Also, we had an email this week. Somebody looking for some stucco repair. And stucco is you know there's a, quite a few houses in Southeast Michigan and buildings in general that are made out of stucco and I want to remind people our friends at Rhino Shield do stucco repair as well. Mark has all the material to repair any stucco out there. so if you have a stucco um, building at all, make sure you contact Rhino Shield of Michigan.
1: yeah, the stucco repair in particular is a uh, it's the type of repair that you have to be good at and know what you're doing or you could actually create a situation where you have a long-term water problem and people don't know it kind of like vis-a-vis the discussion with Laurie Clark earlier. Right, right. Uh, so you want to make sure you've got somebody that is competent in that and has done it and knows what they're doing.
0: You're absolutely right. 888654 yeah. guys equals 8886544897. Four, so you have not been sick lately, right?
1: Knock on wood. No. <laughs> A lot of people, a lot of people have
0: been catching the flu lately.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I was uh, listening to uh, people before us there talk about that. Uh, apparently, Cam had been sick Yeah, uh, with the flu-like symptoms. Uh, people test, and it's, it's not COVID. Everybody's paranoid about the COVID thing. Uh, and I was talking to a physician just this week that mentioned – uh, that the flu is hitting people, uh, not necessarily hitting them disastrously, or you know taking them right out of action for two weeks but and I got corrected by a family member
0: the other day who was uh, in the medical industry what I call it a stomach flu it 's not
1: a flu it 's a virus
0: <laughs> it 's a virus when we get back and break let 's talk about some of the things people can do to help try to keep themselves healthier, going into the cold weather. Around your house,
1: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I want to remind everybody what we mentioned earlier that McFarland Painting has has moved into a beautiful new facility. Uh, they're having an open house this coming Friday from three to six p.m. We strongly encourage you, if you're having any work done in the house, to stop by their location and say hello. McFarland Painting eight 888- eight eight. 654 guys equals 888
0: 654 4897. Get you over 85 years of combined housing experience right at your fingertips. Give us a call and we can help you out.
1: Absolutely. The
0: bot you were talking about last week, Chuck, let's remind people about that because we did get some emails on it. The (laughs) WallaBot? WallaBot.
1: Everybody's heard of a stud finder. That's what women used to use when they were looking for people like you years ago.
0: (laughs) She didn't have to look hard.
1: Um, you know, t- you're hanging a picture on the wall. You want to know where there's a stud behind the drywall or plaster. And historically they're magnetic devices that look for the fasteners that, you know, hold the drywall to the stud, to the wood. They've got one now, uh, called a wallabot that actually syncs with your telephone. Uh, and an app of course attaches to your, uh, phone. But it will show you not only the exact location of a stud. I mean, it shows the stud on your phone, on the screen on your phone. But It'll show you water pipes, Romex. Uh, it'll show you hot and cold areas uh, with a slightly different uh, variation of the same app. And it just looks like it, I haven't bought it yet. I'd love to buy it. I looked it up. Did uh, you? Uh,
0: yeah, on the, on the Internet. It's remarkable. It, it really is. Do you remember I the mean, price point? No, it wasn't that expensive. I, I know, that's what even, I was thinking, that but I didn't expensive. want to say it. Okay. But I mean, I've never done it, but you've, you've seen, heard of people you know drive a nail in and then you, and the lights go off.
1: <laughs> Where's that arc fault protection when you need exactly. it? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's,
0: it's a great product for anyone that uh, likes to hang pictures or hang anything on the walls.
1: You know what? It really is. And to me, uh, it'd be a great Christmas gift in the household where you've got that handy person. Uh, I think of my sister, Jean. She's the handyman, as it were, in her house. Always has been. Her husband always deferred to that. Uh, But whoever that is, uh, that would just be a great addition to the toolbox. And see, people don't realize wire is typically run alongside of the studs. So your example earlier of of driving a nail where you think there's a stud, but you hit a wire instead... (laughs) That's a real. That's a very highly likely thing to do Absolutely. by accident, of Absolutely. course. <laughs> I don't
0: think people realize how much stuff is behind the wall that they're sitting
1: in. Oh, oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm big. Also, um, we had a situation. Uh, gosh, probably six weeks ago, we've got a large, uh, kind of a game eating table at the uh, lake house. And the lake got house, the lake, the house on the lake, the house <laughs> proximate to the lake, the, the lake mansion, the lake, yeah, right. Anyway, we we have a lot of wooden chairs, you know that. uh I mean, we had card games with ten people, that kind of thing. Anyway, long story short, we had a couple of those chairs coming apart, and uh I typically will take them apart, then glue them, and use belt clamps, put them back together. But I had had some screws. Uh, they're very. They're, they're a finished screw with a brad head on them. Okay. And I found that with a little bit of glue, uh, a good pilot hole, and brad screws, I could repair those chairs. And they'll never, never happen again. I expect it'll never happen again. And, those, and the screw heads are small enough that they're very, very easily, uh, the hole is repaired very easily and blended into the surrounding wood, you know. I remember, recently,
0: we bought some furniture about a year or so ago, and man, maybe over a year or so ago, from, from a friend, someone we knew. And, okay, we like the, the couch, and we need a good table. Well, Here's a couple tables. I'll, I'll give them to you. I think it was a couple. They're brand-new tables. A couple hundred bucks each, okay? We'll take them. Well, they weren't available when it's time to come, so he sends us a different table. It amazes me. I wish I could say the name of this place, Chuck. (laughs) But it amazes me, the junk. Really? The junk that these places will deliver and call it furniture. So this was a round table. And instantly, I mean, you just barely scratch the surface. Yeah, you scratch the surface and it it comes off. So after a year of saying, listen, we want our table, they finally said, we don't have that table. We're going to send you this table instead. And I had no choice in it. So it's a wood tabletop with a decorative steel legs below it and and steel going from each leg, you know, um, horizontal from each leg, circle. Two days later, this thing is just rickety as can be. Four days later, screws are falling out of the bottom of it. So I went and I grabbed some JB Weld and just squirted the top of each one of those and redid those. And it's solid, but still junk, absolute junk. I put it in the garage already. And it amazes me that they will even sell this kind of Build stuff. Build fire. And that goes to my point with you. I'm sorry, but anytime I have something that's loose like you're ex- experiencing, wood glue, Elmer's glue, any kind of glue yeah. you put on that um, screw before you put it in, it's going to hold it forever. Yeah.
1: It's funny. I uh, Even when, you know, the kids, obviously they're at a point where they want furniture, but they don't want something to last 50 years. They're just kind of furnishing an apartment right now. Right, their, right. Know, dorm at school or whatever. So we buy the knockdown stuff like the IKEA product. Yep. But I still glue everything. I'll use a gorilla glue, which I like uh for everything. And that stuff you've gotta you've gotta consciously destroy it (laughs) to make it come apart once you've done that.
0: You're right. You're right, you do.
1: All right, uh, going into the season, obviously, we might be a little
0: bit too late. Not too late on this, but a lot of people already caught the flu. You and I always do a show where we start talking about things around the house that people should keep clean on a regular basis. And if people think about all the things that they touch every day just around their house, and then think how many people leave their house, go outside, then come back and touch those exact same things, it's a ton. Whether it's a doorknob, whether it's a faucet handle, whether it's a hand railing, people are constantly um, swapping those germs on those areas. Well, you think of
1: a bathroom. I mean, if you walk into a bathroom, lock the door, use the toilet, use the sink, use the hand towel hanging from the towel holder, you know, just in that one little experience, that one little interaction, you've touched four, five, six things.
0: Of the dirtiest things in the homes.
1: Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Hopefully not. You yeah, know. potentially. You're right. You're yeah. Right. You know, our article this week in the Detroit News um, talked about some systems that Sharon's has and C&C has that will literally kill virus and bacteria moving through the air in your home such that um, it'll minimize dust, minimize the opportunity, uh, you know, for that stuff to even exist on surfaces, countertops, those kinds of
0: things. I remember when we first met Sharon's heating and air conditioning, they showed us their system. Um, and and it, to me, the price point was just amazing. I think it was less than 500 bucks. or are now 500 bucks. That was a couple years ago. So they, they for what had, system? What are you talking the, about? Um, the, the air cleaner. The Remy Halo? Yes, the Remy Halo. Um, one of them had an air scrubber, too. It's hard for me to remember who had what. But they're okay. all the similar product made by different companies. But it's it's an easy, easy retrofit for these guys. I mean, it doesn't add any more room to your furnace whatsoever. It just fits right onto your furnace. Four different filters. My daughter, who years ago had an issue with allergens, we had the system put in, similar system, took care of all those allergies. Um, but it really does help help
1: clean and sterilize all this. Well, let's let, let's expand on that because the system uh, that you got, Pat Kelly, a good friend of ours, uh, put in your house, and it was a strap-on system. Yes, that, that literally they cut an air in your cold air return and bolted it uh, to to the. Uh, Cold air return and we'll talk more about that when we come back. Man, we're already at a break. Crazy. Yes.
0: Yes, we are, and we all know it's getting colder out there. And here's our tip for you if you like to feed the birds and the squirrels and everything like that, please don't do it close to your house. If you do it <laughs> close to your house, you're gonna invite critters to your house. And if you have critters in your house, a mouse in your house, you wanna call our good friends at Rove Pest Control.
1: Welcome back here, buddy. Appreciate you being with us. I want to remind you for the next half hour, the phone lines are open, as they will be for most of the show tomorrow from 10 to noon. You got it. 888-654-GUYS equals
0: 888-654-4897. We're, talking, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about things around your home that um, you touch on a regular basis that need to stay clean. And we all know that, you know, the, the remote control, your telephone. But, you know, think of all the stuff you and I years ago. We've always taught our kids not to touch anything, and I told you it drives me crazy. The thing that drives me the most crazy when I did go into— you? A, Yes, with fingers, with fingertips. When I go into a hospital, we didn't. You did too.
1: No, honest to God, we didn't. More recently, we have, but no, we really didn't. Oh goodness. Okay, I mean, how did we get to this point? Because no one ever told us don't touch stuff. Well, we grew up in a family of eight people. God only knows what kind of stuff. On a regular basis, we were. <laughs> you know where
0: you know where I'm going with this. I, I remember do. years ago, I'm going into a gas station, and just before I got to the door, this young kid had to be eight or nine years old, took a sleeve, pulled it over his hand, and opened the door. And yeah. I said, "Young man, did your father teach you that?" He goes, "Yes." I go, "Good dad, good dad, sure. good job, dad." That's what I'm talking gotcha. about. And what drives me crazy when I go into a hospital, especially Chuck, and I'll see the nurses or someone that works in the hospital touch the elevator buttons with the tips of their fingers. I'll never touch anything with the tip of my See, finger.
1: All the time, all the time, all the time. All the time. Waiting rooms, in hospitals, where the chairs are constantly, uh, people are rotating through the chairs. Yeah. And their hands are all over the arms and touching everything. And I'm going, but, but you have to wear a mask. I go, really, really. I mean, an escalator,
0: I an escalator. People putting their hands in an escalator. Sure. Don't do it, people, because here's what happens. You come home, you grab your remote, you open the front door, you open your refrigerator, and you spread those throughout your house. So besides not touching those, one of our Chuck and mine's favorite cleaners is very simple. One tablespoon of bleach into a gallon of water. That will kill 99% of the germs you have around your house. It's one of the best cleaners out there. You do not have to spend all this money on cleaners that you see at the stores, one tablespoon of bleach in a gallon of water. Yeah. And if you just take a put it in a spray bottle and every couple of days just go around and spray everything, wipe it down,
1: you'll get do it. I so mean much if you good. spray it in toilets and let that soak and come back in twenty minutes, it's an easy clean. It's a thirty second clean. Yep. Uh, sinks the same way. Uh, hell, actually they help with the drains too. The bleach will help keep the drains clean.
0: Now I was reading something recently about, you know, Dirtiest spots in the house. And one thing they said is um, cutting boards, which made me think of you, of course. Sure. Because you have the uh, butcher block, daddy yeah. of all cutting boards. Butcher block. Explain to people what you do with that,
1: please. Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't do what I would probably advise others to do.
0: Wow, that's very honest
1: of you. No, I don't. I, I mean, no point sitting here lying about it. <laughs> Our island is a butcher block top, and for as much as we cook, You know, there is food prep done on that. And I just uh, wash it with the rough side of of a uh, sponge and use, you know, mild bleaches on occasion. But for the most part, I'll I'll also maybe once every eight weeks scrape the top. It's funny on that wood. Yes, yes. You'll actually get stuff off of the wood. But I don't do the thing where every day I'm cleaning it like they tell you to do with that. Okay.
0: All right. Hey, let's go to the phones. Let's talk. Yeah. To, let's talk to Lynn. Lynn, are you out
2: there? How are you today?
0: Good. How are you doing?
2: Man? I have, I'm great, thank you. I have a couple really? of questions. First of all, I want to add my own thoughts to your your comments about not touching things, ATM machines. I mean, they're, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. And and also the cards, uh, you know, when you put your credit card in at a grocery store or something. And you have to put in your, or even CVS or wherever. Um, Those are real. I I mean, they say they they, uh, clean them, but I'm sure they're germ producers. Um, But to my question, I live in an apartment complex, and my air conditioning went out in uh, September. Just stopped working. So they ordered a new unit, put it in. And the day that they did so, when they turned it on, of course, the whole apartment filled with smoke. I say, of course. It was the first time that's ever happened. Um, But the whole place filled with smoke, and they said, oh, this will just burn off. I had the windows open, all the fire alarms went off, and um, the doors open, and eventually the smoke cleared. But the, the apartment retained this noxious odor for quite some time. Now, when I turn on the heat it's the same smell and I walk into my apartment and I can smell this lingering faint smell and I have had headaches very very strong headaches which I've never had before um, and I'm wondering if that's related when I first had this uh, scent coming out of the uh, unit I my eyes would burn and my throat would burn and I thought <laughs> I don't know how long this stuff takes to burn off, but um, this is December. And I'm wondering, should I call Consumers Energy and have it checked?
0: Well, at least. Yeah, I would, I would say at least. You know, the first
2: thing I thought of was whenever
0: you get something new like that and you, you, it right. first fires up, you get some residual smell from the parts that were and the oils and stuff like that. But boy, yeah. what you're describing, something's not right, something's burning in there some kind of off-gassing is going on and i i, I definitely <laughs> right. want to find out what's going on
1: yeah so the interaction between you and your landlord what are how are they handling it
2: they have um shall we say a rather conservative owner um and they we only have two maintenance people and one is i guess skilled and the other is just sort of a assistant for many many units and um they, I've mentioned it, and they don't do anything, and um, they're overburdened, and these fellows work hard, but um, regardless, it's still an issue. And I'm wondering also, I've never seen the ducts cleaned. They put in new furnace filters once a year, but I always give I always buy more serious ones, and I have an issue with asthma and my breathing, and I'm very sensitive to scent. Um, it's, it's a family trait that I've inherited from my grandfather, uh, who was a perfumer. And, um, regardless, it's either a blessing or a curse because I can smell, I'm very sensitive to anything. And this is, you don't have to be any, uh, uh, genius to smell this. Um, it's just a noxious odor. And I, I, I don't know, as I say, whether to call consumers energy or who to call. 'Cause I don't think I'm there. Are get you familiar
1: with my... the company that installed the air? And and is the air unique to your apartment? The new uh, the,
2: equipment? The company were the two people that work in maintenance. They brought it in a big box and put it in. And um, as I say, the whole apartment filled with smoke. That's and right. um, that makes it no sense sense it. At all.
1: I can't even conceive but, what would generate the smoke. Having said well, that, said, have you tried Go ahead.
2: They said it was the oils. I mean, one is very... He's just helpful, you know, like if you need coffee. We understand what you're saying.
0: Yeah. One's the uh, master, one's apprentice. We understand.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. Have you tried an ionizer in the house at all?
2: Uh, No, I haven't. I have an air filter in my bedroom. Um, But... A room think,
1: air cleaner. Yes,
2: yeah. yes,
1: I do. Okay. Um, even carbon, you can buy activated carbon, and place it around, kind of like you might have done with baking soda in your refrigerator, if you ever had a bad smell in your refrigerator. Yes. Yeah. And it will passively filter air. An ionizer will actively uh, remove smells. The you know your your big companies that come in and do restoration. We'll use ionizers. You might also, uh, you indicated you have access to the furnace filter. You might use HEPA filters or MERV 13, uh, M E R V 13 filters to try to get rid of well, some I'm, of that.
2: Uh, thank you. M E R B S?
1: M E R V. Yeah, L-B-S. it'll be a capital, all caps. And then they rate them from 1 to 20, but quite honestly, for residential, uh, the highest rating you're going to use is a 13 for your equipment. And and 13 will take out just about anything in the air. And the best thing you can do if you've got one of those or a HEPA filter in your furnace is to keep the air moving, keep it cycling. Even if the furnace or air conditioner aren't actively uh, operating, keep the fan going to filter that air, to move the air in the apartment.
2: Do you think Lynn that had, I should ha- call Consumers ha- Energy? Qu-
1: I'm not sure what they do for you. I'm not sure what they do for you. Have
0: you had other people notice the smell? Have you had guests in the house that notice the smell as well?
2: No, I have not had guests in the house, and okay, um, okay. the I just I'm concerned about what I'm breathing.
1: Sure, um, I would be too.
2: The and um, yeah. they'll just sort of go, oh, I don't know. When, now, if, if you're, you're developing
1: symptoms, that's real. So try an ionizer. You can buy them for individual rooms. Uh, you can get Sharon's or C and C to install them in the furnace, but it's not your furnace in a rental property. Uh, use a MERV-13 or a HEPA filter and keep that air moving and see if that doesn't improve your situation.
2: And if it doesn't, what do I do then?
0: Call us back. Well, that's why I asked if you had other people come in because, I mean, it's it's hard to document a smell. So what I may do is is if you have to, you know, call a state agency. Because, I mean, there's definitely something wrong if you're in an apartment that is giving you headaches and making you sick. So if you have to get another agency involved, you want to make sure that you document it and you want to make sure that pe- other people – uh, smell it as well, and do, you know they document it. Um, it would be a state agency. I think you'd have to call if I know if 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 anything. Um, boy, this is a, this is really a tough one. But I mean, I would try to get other people to smell it as well. Maybe even turning it off and then bringing the handy guy, the uh, the local guy in that does the work, and then turning it on for him. You said that's when you smell it the most is when it first turns on. I try to make more people aware of it.
2: Okay, I appreciate the kindness. Thank you. Your advice. Thank you. Thank you. That's
0: a, yeah, yeah. Stay it's well. A one. Document, document, document. Right, Chuck.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You had mentioned something to me about performance remodeling. Yeah, earlier. and
0: Angels Place. Everyone's heard about the wonderful organization, Angels Place, around Southeast Michigan. They're on WJR quite a bit. And um, Performance Modeling did a wonderful thing this year. They donated. Labor and material for the Beverly Hills location. All new windows for the entire place gave it away. We love when our team partners help people out like that. And it's one of the reasons you, next time you need new windows, sidings, or roof, should consider performance
1: remodeling. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. Also want to thank Dave Rieger back at World Headquarters for doing such a great job and hopefully making us sound uh, better than we normally would without him.
0: <laughs> You're right about that. 888-654-4897. Let's talk to Greg from Shelby. How are you doing, Greg?
4: Hey, good morning, Dynamic Duo, Mr. Positive. Hey, real quick, surgery went well. I'm going in the right direction, and um, I got a roadmap map for a stomach. Um <laughs> question, my I friend. Thank you. Um, I want to knock down a wall. How do you know if it is a load bearing wall or a supporting wall? Are all walls
2: equal in, in the house?
0: If the ceiling comes down, then it's a supporting wall.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't have done it. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: You're not laughing, Greg. Funny. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. He's not in a laughing movie, it was, it was. <laughs> you got a you basement. Don't.
1: One way to tell is to go down the basement, see if that wall is directly above a supporting beam and posts, and then also stick your head in the attic and see if the roof is supported uh, with uh, structural members that direct the load of the roof down to that wall as well. That's fairly
4: typical. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm thinking about knocking out a uh, kitchen wall to the living room. And uh, I just wanted to see.
1: You ought to make darn sure you know what you're doing. Yeah.
0: Oh, you guys know better than
1: that. Uh, Of course. (laughs)
0: Listen a structural engineer to come take a look at it is, is good insurance because Chuck and I have seen people who have taken walls down because they thought they could make it work
1: or took one post out of the out of the basement so that pool table would would, would yep. work and then 5 years later you got a sway back roof on the oh, house yeah exactly whoa exactly. yeah. from
0: basement yeah so it just makes sure thank you definitely talk to a uh, engineer
1: you're welcome. you you're got, welcome. got it thank thanks you. greg you know for somebody that knows what they're doing um, Residential construction is usually what we call uh, light frame construction, uh, and it is uh, uh, assumptively uniformly loaded at any point where there is a load, like on the front wall where the roof bears or the back wall where the roof bears. Yeah. Um, there are some of what we call the point loads in a house. Uh, if you think of your posts in your basement under yeah. that beam. Those would be point loads where you got uh, a, a load coming from right, left, back, front, and, and being concentrated on that post and being carried by that post. So, if you understand that, and a good builder typically will, then you can make determinations as to whether or not you can remove walls and how to support whatever's about that if need be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. People like, especially over the last 10 years, they want to open how? They want to open. Floor plan. Boy,
1: that's been the uh, the trend, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, and, and unfortunately, they some people knock it down, knock them down when they shouldn't. Sometimes you got to look and go, no, I'm sorry, that wall has to stay. Just
1: I remember a two story house in Clarkson where an owner had literally removed two steel posts in the basement, and I, and the the local code enforcement official was telling me about this and showed me pictures, but it, but literally this homeowner sued the city because his roof then. Swayed and dipped. And everything between that yeah. did as well. It was a two-story house, too.
2: Wow. Which meant that
1: the rooms on the second floor, doors weren't closing. They were jamming. I mean, you can just imagine. It's a domino effect. Wow. And uh, the suit was thrown out, of course. They did not uh, – the courts wouldn't even hear it. But it's just a fascinating dynamic to think that somebody – Got a saw with a metal blade and thought it was okay to take out two posts and not do any. need oh, that rope. beam will carry it. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Scary. I mean, that lucky stuff didn't cave in on him. I was joking yeah. when I was
0: talking about that to Greg. <sighs> talking about keeping stuff clean. Chuck, question for you. Does does all this, and I haven't heard this anywhere over the last couple of years, and I thought, okay. thought we would. What do you think all this hand sanitizer use is doing to people's body?
1: You uh, you know me. I, I limit. I'm a big believer you soak up stuff through your skin. So I haven't bought into that hand sanitizer stuff. I use it very, very, very discreetly.
0: And I, I have. I have some in my car. But one thing I do. You bring
1: me bottles of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember God one time you. being
0: with you and your bride, and you weren't feeling well. And she had that hand sanitizer out. And every time you moved, touched something, she gave you hand sanitizer. <laughs> but uh, what I do now, if I use hand sanitizer, I will wipe it off. So I'll use it. And then literally, because it dissipates so quick, I'll wipe it on my jeans. I don't want it to soak into my skin if if I have to use it. I know. I know. Because you're right. It has to mess with your pH. And you don't want that mess with.
1: I got to believe. I'm also a big believer. I kind of alluded earlier in the discussion. You know, I grew up in a house with eight people. And I can only imagine, you know, what kind of stuff was floating around there at any given time. but. We are a very healthy family. As you know, Mom is in her 99th year. Um, and, and all my siblings are very healthy, you know, in a relative sense. And I really believe you need – it's like letting a child go play in the backyard, you know. They build up immunity, you sure. know, by sure. being exposed to certain things. Now, sure. again, that, that's all relative. but yeah. So I'm a big believer that to a large degree – you don't overprotect.
0: I agree with you. I agree. I agree with you. you know, I, like I said, if I use anything like that, I mean, we had a, a medical professional on our show tell us years ago. It's not what you eat; i's what you absorb. And if you absorb it, you're going to be it. So, yeah, I'm with you. If I put something on my on myself that I know is not good, I tell you what. If I'm if I mess well outside with uh, you know spray for the weeds, I, if it touches me, I run to the, to the uh, hose and spray it off me because I do not want to absorb it into my body at
1: all. Yeah, I'm one of those guys that walks around with a rag in his back pocket. You know, I probably look like a mechanic when I'm working around the house, but I'll do the same thing. I'll immediately wipe off anything like that. Even when you're taking your boots off, you know, after having used uh, a weed killer or something like that. Yeah, be aware of the fact that you probably got some of that on the laces or the boots and it's going to transfer to your hands and just be aware of it. Yeah, once again, our advice to
0: everybody is when you're outside of the home, do everything you can to don't touch anything with your fingertips. Open everything with a, you know, pull your sleeve down. Open that door with your sleeve. Um, you know, push a door open Commercial with your buildings. fists, yeah. not, not with your hands. Anything you can to not touch stuff with the tip of your fingertips. Because, I mean, we've, we've, our entire lives we do that and then we touch our face. It's just what we do. So anything you can do this time of year to stop anybody from feeling like I did over the last week is a good thing. Yeah, hey, I better not get sick now. Hey, you're the one who told me to come in here. I was,
1: so, are, uh, what's the score going to be tonight? U of M. Michigan Purdue?
0: M? Oh, I think it's going to be f- forty-five to nine.
1: To nine. To nine. Yeah. Dave Rieger, I wonder. I know he's got an opinion. I'd be curious to hear what he's thinking on this too. Forty-four to nine.
0: Yeah. See, everyone. Every time. Any so will Michigan
1: rest a bunch of their people if they get a twenty-point so. lead?
0: I hope so. What I hate is anytime someone gives a, uh, a score, they always make it real close, forty-five to twenty-four. Right? <laughs> hey, take a chance out there. You know, how'd you like last week? Everyone picked Ohio State. Only the Michigan guys picked Michigan, and what a great game! What yes. what a what a fun time of year for any kind of sports. Good thing family. for Michigan. Good thing
1: for Michigan schools.
0: Yep. Hey, make sure you join us here tomorrow morning between ten and eleven a.m. No more being cut off this year because your school's done. They're not playing anymore.
1: Well, they? they might play some early basketball games. Oh, that's true. That's
0: true. I forget about basketball. Yeah. That's right. That's what the that school's known for. <laughs> yeah.
1: They've actually done really well, at, the, at least at the start of the season, against some top-ranked uh, teams. So uh, that should be interesting. Yes, it will be.
0: Once again, tomorrow morning, between 10 and noon, we will be here during the week. If you need anything, go to the InsideOutSizeGuys.com, the Inside Outside Guys on Facebook, and do us a favor. We've said this for many, many years. only thing we ask is to tell your friends we had an email yesterday barb said her friends always ask her how does she get all these great tips <laughs> you're right she says my guys give them to me every saturday and sunday morning so don't forget during the week the insideoutsideguys.com the inside outside guys on facebook because from the roof to the basement the street to the back fence if you need it the inside outside guys are here for you today and every day.
1: And also a happy birthday to Judy Cox, a friend of Ken's and mine that was celebrating today behind uh, the, out in the hallway outside of our studio here. Thanks for your
0: help today, Dave. Rigg. We appreciate it. God we bless. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Go blue. Bye bye.